CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. What's up? Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hi. This is episode. Are we starting? Is this? Be- yeah, we're starting. We done. We're yeah, in. let's go. Okay. Episode fifty-two. Fifty-two. <laughs> Cheers. This Cheers. is. Cheers. Uh... holes out. Tits up. <clears throat> oh God. How's it going? <gasps> Skull. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, it does feel nice afterwards. Uh, if you don't know what we're doing, it's from Midsummer. It's from Midsummer. Go back and listen to the previous episode and then come back and listen to this one. Hi, we're Kim and Ket Stay Alive. Uh, maybe. maybe. This is a horror podcast about movies and and comedy, comedy too. Comedy sometimes. Yeah, occasionally. Um, we're going to spoil the movie. Yeah. So the whole thing. If you care. I mean, you know what? This just, one's old, so yeah. And if also, you haven't seen it, that's your own damn yeah, fault. That's your own fault. Also, just like go watch the movie and then come back and listen. It's like fine. it's fine. Yeah. Or don't watch the movie and then play along with us, yeah. which is even more fun. Then you'll be like me. And here's the thing: I have watched movies that Kim has told me about, and they are just as fun, if not more so. Same. So you don't don't get all your fucking panties in a twist. Yeah. Keep your about panties it. straightforward. Yeah, and, and unwrinkled. <laughs> unwedged take care of your panties yeah please. and and just li- sit back and listen um hi hi <laughs> i feel like i got i'm hot uh, i'm so hot I'm hot i got the i got the hot crazies going on the meat sweats the, the meat sweats <laughs> i didn't need me uh I, it's <laughs> it's just it's this whole thing where we're recording in my apartment which is fine but if we open the windows, then you just hear lots of noises. And if we don't open the windows, it's hot. then it's hot. So it's funny that you were just telling me a story about how you thought your cats saw a ghost at yes, night. Yes, they did. Um, because I was going to tell you that I think your 80s ghost is back. What? How? Except he, instead of that other 80s song, what? he only puts in the Growing Pains theme song. Show me that's smile again. No, I believe you. 100%. Every time I am in this apartment, that song enters my brain and there's no other explanation than it being the 80s ghost Yeah, putting it in there. I mean, then I guess that's probably the ghost that, that Hatter and Tallulah saw. Makes sense. Like, I can't think yeah. of what else it could have been. I don't know why he was under the couch, but whatever i I don't know also a tough night eric made it very clear when i was like honey the cat saw something he could not have cared less (laughs) like he literally said to me i really need to fall asleep in the next few minutes so if you could just i was like what the fuck this is not how you stay alive sir 
sir. I know. Sir. We've listened to all our episodes. What's happening? Yeah. What if he had woken up the next morning and I was fucking haunted and my haunted self would have just been like, this Told is on you. you. This is on you. Hashtag survival guide. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Maybe I am haunted. Oh, no. Maybe. Well, stop putting the fucking growing oh pain theme song in my brain. Kim was here. La- was it last week? Why were you here last week? Were mm-hmm. we recording? Oh, we were recording. And we were like, let's walk to brunch. Oh, we went to the speakeasy. Oh, the speakeasy. And we were like, let's walk to brunch. And like at one point we were just like silently walking. And I was like, I literally have nothing in my head. I have no thoughts in my head <laughs> other than the Growing Pains theme song. Like there's nothing happening in my brain for the first time ever. I've cleared my mind except, except for, for the Growing Pains theme song. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. crying. This is like the second or third episode where we've sung that theme song. I, it's your ghost department. I don't, fault. I don't I know. know what to tell you. It's a really strange, specific ghost. Strange. <laughs> but maybe he's mad at me for for rejecting him. For well, I thought you killed him, and then I moved on. I he uh, yeah he he's really fickle. I don't know what he's doing or what he's about. Or what you song told he's me singing? He didn't exist anymore, and then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna move on." And then I did. But now I'm wondering maybe if that he's was mad that I found someone. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe that was just like a wrench that he threw in my bicycle spoke to throw me right. off the scent. A bicycle card, if you will. Yeah, a bicycle card to throw me off the scent. Oh, I Good night. Do you wanna? Was there anything else you wanna talk? About? I don't fucking think so. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I have no idea what movie you're doing. Oh, really? Which is fun for me. I know. I I like that, too. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay, just let's do this. All right. It's Jacob's Ladder. Ah, <gasps> <gasps> oh, see, I don't feel that bad about doing Midsummer now because Jacob's Ladder I gave to you. Oh, but I gave you Jacob's Ladder because I did us. Those, they're not. That's not an equivalent trade. No, it's not. OK, I'm very excited about this. You know, they're making a re- That's why I'm doing it. it. But what? Who? So they're doing a remake, which should come out August 23rd. Of this year? Of this year. No um, shit. Which is why I, I wanted to do it before that. Like this episode should come out like August 7th. No um, shit. Yeah. I totally thought that that was like a year from now. Nope. Oh, well, this is even more fun. It's about to be out. Very exciting. So figured we'd get the oldie. I saw, I watched the preview for the new one too, the trailer, and like it seemed very different. Interesting. Like very different. I, so I don't even know what's going on there. But um, I knew nothing about this movie other than Jason Minzukis brings it up like every fucking episode of how did this get made and i'm just like i I must know what this is me too yeah i thought that they had done it sometime on how did this get made i thought they had too they haven't he's just referencing it yeah do you get why he's referencing it now i do now but i thought it was gonna be like so bad it's good kind of thing it sounds like it's more just like a yeah i'll just let you tell me so let's hear this shit uh I, it feels like there's supposed to be something else we do but i guess not jacob's ladder great this was made in 1990 1990 okay i just had to like put my brain there you know what i'm saying yeah you should really put your brain there <laughs> okay. uh all right dead or alive okay jake slash tim robbins oh um dead jezzy jezebel so a girl Mm-hmm. Alerve. Sarah. Alive. 
Gabe slash baby Macaulay Culkin. Baby Macaulay Culkin. Like I think before Home Alone Baby because oh 1990. Yeah. Uh, alive. Uh, Louie. Dead. Crying guy. Z- crying guy. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Jed. Dadaya. Uh, Dead. Eli. Alive. George Costanza. (laughs) Alive. (laughs) And well. Alive and well. (laughs) Michael. (laughs) Dead. All right. Did we, don't we know someone named Jedediah? Or did we know someone named Jedediah? I dated a guy named Jedediah. That's what it is. Got it. Because I remember like, okay, I got it now. I remember at the time you were dating this person that I was like, do you mean Jebediah? Right. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was Jedediah. It was Jedediah. Okay. He was, um, I think that was our first year out here, maybe. Was he it? Worked at the, um, he worked at like a fancy Beverly Hills women's clothing store. And he was from like the Bible Belt. And I'm yeah. pretty sure he was maybe gay. <laughs> we have some but holding it in. But holding of, it in. Because of like Bible Bibles. Belt. Yeah. Um, holding it in for the Bibles. I get it. And then I get it. Expressing it in different ways. And then you were like, you're gay and i don't mean that as an insult i'm just letting you know that live your you're life. gay i would love to know if he's expressing himself oh my god i hope so i hope he's just like fucking priding it up i know that would be really happy honestly yeah but that would make me really happy we'll too. never know all right jedediah let's Unless go <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people that i've like dated at some point in time that i'm like that guy's doing i yeah and it's really like you'll like never know it's i i have run into some and i'm always with eric when it happens and i get real weird and eric's (laughs) like how do you know this person and ultimately i have to say i boned him yeah 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 yeah. sorry i'm so glad eric's cool with that shit (laughs) i mean he'd have to be (laughs) i'm like thankfully (laughs) <laughs> and something I'm learning now <laughs> I've talked about dating for the past year on this recording system called yeah. a podcast and turns out when people I start dating listen to it they just you got a hear year journal of my dating <laughs> life uh, they gotta and be this cool wasn't, this this wasn't even the crazy years I know this they was get, this was your a, more chill years yeah I've, yeah I've grown a lot as Eric always says I was under no illusions that you came out of a box when I met you. Yeah. And right. I was like, well, a lot of stuff's come out of my box. Hey. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Helicopters flying. Whoa. They're carrying shit. There's guys chilling at war. Oh. They're hot. They're dirty. They look tired. They so, look exhausted. But they're hot. Like hot as in a sweaty hat. Oh, okay. The copters land. Maybe a guy's missing a toe. Sure. Shoulders. (laughs) Missing a shoulder. He's got his arm. Just missing a shoulder. (laughs) His shoulders get out. (laughs) (laughs) Then we see Mekong Delta, October 6th, 1971. Three days before my birthday. (laughs) I mean, several years and three days before my birthday. Goodbye. I love you. <laughs> I have all the feelings sometimes. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Back to 
Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Which the is important what we could part. assume yeah, yeah, yeah. that we're at. The important thing to listen to. Description yeah. of that I just, the yeah, yeah, words yeah. that I told I got you. it. I got it. I got right, it. right, right, right. <laughs> uh, there's guys smoking, like, so, 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 now I get- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Uh-oh. Where did Uh-oh. your mouth go? Oh, <laughs> soldiers are smoking weed, maybe, or just smoking. I don't know, whatever. Oh, cool. They make a racial slur about Asian people. Oh. And then Tim Robbins comes over. What's up, bud? From just taking a shit. And then they make jokes about how he's jerking off and stuff. And, you know. Sure. Guys joking and stuff. Then the phone rings and they're like, shit, there's movement. They run to their guns and... One guy kind of starts holding his head like something is wrong. And then this other guy passes out. What? And then kind of starts having seizures. Like he's like, Ugh. and then another guy is just kind of like going nuts. He's like, my head, my head, my head. And and then bombs start coming and they start shooting back. And it's just war, oh war. My God. Um, Tim Robbins is like calling for a medic. Uh, one guy throws up. Uh, they're like dragging like another guy who's hurt. Guys are screaming. There's bombs. And then one guy kind of just like sits down and watches. And Tim Robbins is still trying to like call for help. Uh, There's a guy with a fucked up crazy leg that is like bent in half. Just the bone is showing and it's just like dangly. Uh, did the, he jump off a cliff in a strange <laughs> Swedish cult? I don't think he did. Oh, okay. No. All right. I don't think he wanted this for himself. Oh, okay. This is a bummer. The guy sitting down like just starts to cry. Me too. So crying guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, crying a building guy. blows up. Uh, Tim Robbins is now like in the bushes with his gun, like kind of looking around and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's helicopters and guns. He's slow walking. He's looking around. A twig snaps. Bam! Ah! He's stabbed in the gut. What? And then we just see his face be confused face and he falls over and he wakes up. Ah. He's on a train, the New York subway. He's in a mailman outfit. Costume. <laughs> costume. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, mailman costume. Just, the uniform? Uniform. Got it. Uh, he's alone in the car. So he goes into the next one and there's like an old lady there and he asks if they passed Bergen Street yet. And uh, she just stares at him and says nothing. Creepy. And he's like, Bergen Hello? Street. That's I fell asleep, but I just want to make sure I didn't pass my thing. Hello. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go sit down. And there's a homeless guy, like asleep, uh, kind of like covered with his like co- trench coat, like across from him. Um, his like face and everything is covered. Uh, oh, I want to do a side note. This is what I wanted to say. So, in the I I watched the movie differently this oh, time oh. because. I feel like like our episodes keep being like one million years long recently, yeah. but I'm like, what am I doing differently? What are we doing Because I'm like, my movies aren't getting, some of the movies are getting longer, yeah. let's be real. But if I'm just watching a regular length movie, why is it? Why? And it's because in the beginning, like I was watch, I've watched movies with people, which means I wasn't pausing. And I was like, how the fuck did I do that? Like now I don't even know how that was possible. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to try it with this one. So I didn't You just like, didn't pause. So like if you miss something, you miss something kind I of. I kind of just scribbled quickly, which then when I went back to try to read it and ask questions, I was very frustrated. Yeah. I was like, well, now I can't read my own handwriting. So great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I have had this conversation with Eric where I'm like, are we just getting better at it in that we're like taking in more detail more quickly right yeah I don't know what it is but I'm like what was I doing before that didn't take three hours yeah anyway 
back to the subway, uh, the lights kind of start like going off and on again because it's just like that subway thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're at a stop. Tim Robbins is waiting at the door for it to open and he looks down at the homeless guy sitting there and there's like a wiggly tail thing maybe question mark what? like under the trench coat but he just kind of gets off and okay like, weird goes up the steps of the station the Bergen Street we got it uh he the gate is locked okay so he comes back down he goes to the one on the other side and that has like a cage not above it no, uh, not a cage a fence a fence above it okay above it so he goes back to the tracks and he sees across the tracks, there's stairs over there. Okay. Kind of looks down to see if Don't do it. a train is coming. Question number one, what does he do? What do you do? He goes across the tracks like a fucking idiot. Because what? Don't do that. I also think like, aren't the tracks like electrocuted or something? Anyway, uh, I don't. I, I'm an adult. I'm a grown up and I go around to wherever I need to get to. I'm not crossing the tracks. I'm not crossing the tracks. I would please don't make me cross the tracks. But where are you going to? So they're across the tracks, right? right. There's got to be, and it's locked up that way. Both of your stairwells are locked, locked and caged. And there's no fucking attendant of any. Okay, then no. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna wait for the next train to come by, and I'm gonna get off at the next stop. I'm not crossing the tracks. That's what I said. Yeah. He hops down in. No. Jumps in the tracks, kind of steps in some muddy water. The lights start to like kind of trickle a little, tickle, tinkle a little. Flicker? I wrote tinkle, so tinkle. we'll go with that. Okay, got it. <laughs> Actually, let's be real. I have no idea what I wrote. <laughs> and I think it's tinkle. Okay, tinkle. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> the other fun thing is that because I'm writing so quickly, there is no thought process happening ever. I love it. So I'm just like, lights tinkling. This is, like, there's no finding the right word ever. This is my favorite. I'm going to try, because my last episode required 10 hours of research, <laughs> I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to do this for my next movie. Yeah. Okay. It's and just fun. try and see what happens. It, All right, go ahead. It hurt my soul when I went back and read it. Though. Right. I was like, yeah. no, I don't need <laughs> any of this. I'm going to give it a try. So he steps over the tracks. And he starts to see a light coming. The lights on the side kind of start to shake. And he's like slowly stepping over the tracks. And then there's a light coming Go at faster. him down the tracks. He jumps to the side right as the train starts to pass. And he's like just like against the wall on the oh ground. My God. But as the train passes, it just looks like the windows have like like everyone's just standing at the window just looking out. <gasps> no. And then there's a guy in the back window with no face. No, no, no. Goodbye. I'm, like, I'm out. Ghost train question mark? Ghost train. Goodbye. I'm gone. And no face just waves at it. No! Stop! I don't want... I, can I leave? And I'm Tim Robbins out. is just like, what the fuck? And he looks shook. That's... I'm shook. He's like, I'm shook. That's really scary. Cut to New York skyline sunset question mark. Cut <laughs> to Tim Robbins in an elevator question mark. <laughs> Why do you not know what either of these nouns are? Elevators or sunsets? I think what I was referring to is... 
is I don't know what the first question mark was about. Was I saying is it sunset or is it morning? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Where was I like, is it New York? Right. I was questioning something. Something. But then the elevator is like not a normal like it just looked weird. Like I was like or look it looked just old and ratty. Like it wasn't like a bing elevator here. It was just like probably just like a yeah, like probably like a shitty kind of New York apartment lift lift yeah yeah it was a lift okay there we go a lazy susan if you will (laughs) for humans now he's in the hallway it was like a weird hallway i also was confused about where he was question mark (laughs) (laughs) but there seem to be like wheelchairs around and he just picks up a baby doll on the ground right but then he goes into an apartment and it seems to be his he's got his old doggy chester there and Jake, <laughs> I just wrote Jake, that guy. <laughs> so his name's Jake. Got it. Someone okay. calls him Jake. So, okay. And it's a sexy lady who is his girlfriend, who is Pina. Uh, fucking I, Pina? I want to say fuck? Michael Pina, but it's not. It's, what the f- fuck are you talking about uh an act- she's an actress fuck i don't know anyway she's like really pretty like latin actress like okay. that was big in the 90s um and they discussed that she moved the furniture around jake's home late so he's gonna go take a shower but he you know he got overtime he had to like work late for somebody else and then they kind of start being all flirty flirty and so she gets hey. in the shower with him and i was like hi going? cut to wet grass okay jake Jake, yeah. war Jake, hurt, bleeding, spider web light, like looking through a spider web into the light, hears voice, sees a red light, and, and he just says, help me, <gasps> wakes up, ah, it's morning time, he's in bed with his girlfriend, what's her face, Pina, right, she's just watching him, oh, she's up out of bed already, and she's watching him that he had like been having a bad dream, and she hands him a package, and she's like, one of the kids dropping it off either Jed or Eli like she doesn't like she doesn't know you know what I mean and he's like how do you not know the difference between my sons oh (laughs) oh and she's like I don't know they both just have like biblical prophet names girl Jed and Eli and then he's like what do you think the name Jezebel is from oh snap (laughs) and he's like how'd I get in bed with such a heathen or something like that and she's like, well, you sold your soul for a good lay. And they're uh, like, the best. And they kind of kiss and stuff. That's and, cute and sassy. Yeah. And something. Oh, it was cute and hot. I think I agreed with you. <laughs> okay. So in the bag, it's like a little paper bag of pictures. And apparently his ex-wife was going to toss them. So Eli dropped them off. She's getting ready. We see her boobs. Uh, he looks thoroughly through the pictures. Nope. He looks through baby pictures. <laughs> I was like, why would I say that? <laughs> so he baby looks, pictures. There's of baby his pictures kids? in there. Yeah. So okay. it's um and it's cute. So it's like kind of just like old pictures from like their family or whatever. Okay. Uh I so here's the thing about the boobs is like it's like I equally feel like, yeah, people just get ready with their significant other without clothes on and it's totally fine and mm-hmm. not a big deal mm-hmm. but then I also feel like why did we have to see her boobs in the movie for no real reason I have an exact answer have, for you that I go through as well I have the same me. thing 
where we have to think about what the gaze is. Right. That is the oh, difference. The okay. gaze of the time period, the gaze right. of the audience that they're marketing to, the right. gaze of the director. So it's like, yes, you and I are both, I would say, pretty nude people. Like we both are nude more than the average Jezebel. <laughs> but like the in a movie i'm all we just for, love our bodies okay yeah. everyone should but it's like i'm all for like seeing boobs penises vaginas me all too. equally me too but the gaze is where i get annoyed or not right. so in and i would venture Assume to say in, in the 1990s, 1990s that the gaze is like and this was where, more like probably late 80s because it came out in right so. so in this instance it's probably like is there an opportunity for us to show her boobs? Where can we do that? Oh, we'll make it so that she's getting ready with her significant other. Yeah. Hmm. That's my thought. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That was helpful. Yep. Great. I think about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm equally like nudity is fine, but yeah. also you're so right. It's the gaze. It's yeah. Well, <laughs> just keep, I just keep hitting my headphones onto the, I, the microphone. Eric's going to be so annoyed. My body. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Anyway, they're looking thoroughly through pictures. Okay. <laughs> Some of them are baby pictures. There's one of him and a lady, and she asks who it is, and it's Sarah, who's his ex-wife. And uh, Jesse is like, well, I see what you mean, why you laughed. She looks like a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's a really cute name. It's cute. And Jezebel, Jezebel is, a cute is name. really cute. And then she puts her bra on like me. Intra- Not no, like you. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I am fully aware that that our society is split down the middle. <laughs> I get it. Catherine and I realized the other day, or I mean, I think we've known this for a long time, but we put our bras on differently. Yeah. Well, it's and just, and I've you know. seen articles about it, that oh. it's like there are two different types of women. So interesting. So I. What does it mean about us? We'll just share. I put my bra on so that the cups are frontwards and then I put my hands around to the back and I lunacy to me and I hook my bra blind basically yeah with my hands behind my back I can't I can't get them I can't get in the hook yeah whereas and then I hook it in the front and then twist it around once it's already hooked and to me I'm like I feel like that's stretching out the band and also like chafing my skin and like stretching out my bras more than I want them to be stretched out and so but then we both look at each other like we're equally insane (laughs) I don't understand why the other person is putting their bra on that way very interesting and then it just gave us empathy for the world because you know everyone puts their bra on yeah so lady sammies let us know how you put your bra on (laughs) I would love to know this (laughs) so he picks up one picture and stares it's Macaulay Culkin hi baby Macaulay Culkin and when we say baby, or so younger than Home Alone, younger than Home Alone, yeah, not like, I mean, I can still tell it's him. He can stand up and walk. <laughs> Got it. So he's not an infant. No, that no, you no, no. magically <laughs> identified as Macaulay Culkin as an infant. Got it. <laughs> I just like really knew Macaulay really? Culkin in his face. So, uh, <laughs> but he looks at it and he is kind of just tender and loving and has a. A Facebook of them. Flashback. Uh-huh. A flashback of them. And Jake kind of starts to sob. And Jesse comforts him a little bit. And is like, oh, is that your son who died before you went to Vietnam? Mm. And mm. he says, yeah, it's Gabe. Ouch. 
So Jezzy crumples all the pictures and she's like, I don't like things that make you cry. And she takes them and leaves. Uh, but he holds on to the one of baby Macaulay Calkin uh-huh. and puts it in his wallet. And he's like, I didn't cry. And so Jezebel, as she's like walking out. I don't like love that she's like grabbing pictures from him and crumpling them. She was just like, bitch, bye. Wait till this. Okay. She grabs. I didn't really. She like grabbed the whole bag. I thought she's put them back in. Apparently she took the bag and throws it in the incinerator. Oh. So literally that would like cuts to like the pictures just lighting on fire. Like it's Whoa. like the one of him and Sarah just being like fire burning. I'd be <laughs> mad. I was at like, that. wow. That okay. Was, that was not her job. I know. <laughs> that was not her job. Uh, okay. So now Jake is driving his mail truck and he's singing uh, a, a song called Sunny Boy. Show me that smile again. <laughs> I had to. He goes to the mailroom slash post office, talks to his coworkers, blah, blah, blah. Turns out girlfriend Jesse works there. Oh, okay. He passes her some food and it's cute. And he says he's going home because his back really hurts. So he's going to swing by the um, to see Louie, who's the chiropractor. Okay. And they're all flirty flirt flirts. And then we cut to crack. Hey. Chiropractor. Crack, cracking that back. It's Louie, who's the Italian guy that's in all the things. Okay. Got it. He's just one of them. Great. You know, he's in the, I'm sure I'd recognize the HBO him. thing. The, the Italian, the HBO Italian. You know Sopranos? what I mean. Sopranos. Sopranos. Yep. And all the other things. Got it. So he says that he saw Sarah the other day. And he's just like, crack, crack. As he's doing it. And then I write, Jacob, exclamation point. Jake is short for Jacob. Oh, his name is Jacob. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm furiously taking notes. Okay. I got very excited that I realized but that. But like Jake is only short for Jacob. Yeah, yeah, only. yeah. But I never like it's put not together. Like, it's not like, well, his name could be short for Jacob or Jacobian. I didn't consider his name being short for anything. Oh. He was just Jake. Okay. But okay. this movie wasn't called Jake's Ladder. No, it wasn't. It was called Jacob's, Jacob's Ladder. Ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was okay. like, didn't put that together Got until it. this moment. Very <laughs> excited. He starts to tell him to turn right or left. And he does not He like does the wrong way. And he's like, no, you're other right. And I was like, like that's Catherine. Oh, my God. So Jesse puts her bra on like me and you don't know you're right from left like I Jacob. It's so, so embarrassing. Louie starts to talk about how I do know my right from left, just so we're clear. <laughs> I have right left dyslexia. It's not like I don't know which way is right or left. It's just that my brain short circuits when somebody tells me dyslexia. right. I can't I can't do it. Which is what happened to him. He's like turn to the right and he's like you're and other you right. just do it right. Yeah. Yeah. I just said you just do it right when I meant to say wrong. I have right wrong dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> so Louie's like, I saw Sarah. Okay. She says you're and that's his ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says you're a son of a bitch, but like maybe it regrets the day you met. But like he's like, I think she's still in love with you. But kind of saying sure, that and sure. just like making jokes kind of a little yeah. bit. Um and they're kind of laughing. Oh, he's like she doesn't stop talking about you. I think she's actually still in love with you. And Jacob's like, well, she threw me out. And Louie's like, well, I mean, you did take six years to get your PhD. And then you just started working at the post office. So Ugh. and he's like, I don't get you philosophers. Yeah. Oh, that's what I think. He's like, I don't get you philosophers. You don't know you're right from left. <laughs> thing. He's like, best, biggest brain in the universe. Biz. In the biz. Hold on one second. <laughs> and Jake says, well... I just, I didn't want to think after Nam. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And then we go, crack, cut to red light, nom. And we hear a voiceover, we found one. Cut to back to the office. Now Jake, I think, is on his back and he just had a really deep adjustment and uh-huh. he looks up at Louie, Louis, who has kind of a light behind him. And he's like, you look like an angel. Oh. Did anyone ever tell you that? And Louie's like, yeah, you, every time I see you. <laughs> and he's like, you're just a lifesaver, Louie. They sound cute. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. So now Jake's walking home. Some people on like a stoop, some kids start singing, hey, Mr. Postman. And he kind of laughs a little with them. And then he starts walking down an alley. And all of a sudden, this car screeches around the corner and this man yells, look out, look out. And Jake starts running and the car is kind of like ping-ponging off the walls almost, pinballing. Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Off the walls. And he kind of like ducks down and the car passes and in the window is a no face. (gasps) No, I don't like these no faces. (laughs) Cut to Jake in a waiting room of what seems like a doctor's office and he's asking for Dr. Carlson Mm -hmm. from the woman at the front desk and she says, is he new? Uh-oh. And he's like, no, he's been here a few years. And she's like, not according to my charts. And he's like, look, 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 I know what room he's in. Just give me the pass and I'll just go on in. He's like, I'm in the veterans like outpatient program. He knows me. I am Jacob Singer. Mm-hmm. And the nurse kind of gets up. She starts looking through the files and she says, there's no Jacob Singer in our files. Oh, no. Then Jacob's like, Bro, I've been coming here for years. Oh, I need to see no. the doctor. And he gets really aggressive and yes. angry. And he like slams on the table and something falls over. So the nurse has to like bend down and pick it up. And in the back of her head is like a weird hole, almost <sighs> like a, like it, a, I don't even know, like a bullet hole maybe oh, or like God. a healed weird circular something like someone melon balled her head yes gross but Is she it just like healed over kind of it's just like a quick little boop boop oh like we don't it heart it's just like what but in that moment jake just runs inside and security starts to chase him and we start to realize it's a psychiatric hospital oh poor baby this and- is how i feel every time i have to make a phone call in reference to my own health care <laughs> where they're just oh like, my God. it doesn't appear that you exist. Uh, it doesn't appear that the doctor you're referring to exists. It doesn't appear <laughs> anyone exists. Mine is just like, oh, yes, that thing that was supposed to be free, there is a charge for that. <laughs> right. Are no, we, living, we don't do free things. Are we living in Jacob's Ladder? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So he's running through the halls. Security is chasing him, but some of the patients kind of start grabbing onto security and like holding him back because they're like, go, go. (laughs) So he runs into the room and there seems to be a group going on. And he's like, where's Dr. Carlson's office? Hmm. And the guy kind of who's running the group gets up and he's like, can I talk to you in the hall? And he's like, I'm a doctor here. I'm so sorry. But Dr. Carlson died in a car accident. (gasps) And Jake's like, when? And he says about a month ago before Thanksgiving. And Jake's like, how? And the guy says, I don't know. They say it blew up. Oh, what? Oh. And Jake's like, oh, okay. I, I, I'm okay. And he leaves. I hate this. Am I going to, why do you keep telling me movies where I feel crazy? Why do you keep doing it? <laughs> now I'm, a, I'm always afraid of being crazy. And now you're telling me movies where I feel crazy. <laughs> 
in my defense, I didn't know what this movie was about either. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Or any of the crazy movies. Oh, I can't help it. All right. So his car blew up. So now we're at nighttime. We're in bed and him and Jesse are having some pillow talk. And she's like, maybe it's the pressure, your ex-wife, or she's always on your mind. Maybe it's the war. It's the war. You know, you spent two years in Vietnam. And he's like, how does that explain barricaded subways or creatures? And she's like, well, New York has lots of creatures and lots of closed subway stations. Okay. And he's like, no, these were different. They're like demons. And they're, they're, I feel like they're trying to kill me. So he's straight up referring to the scene that we saw where he tried to cross the tracks and saw the, the, the no, no face faces. train and then saw the no face in the, in the truck. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. And she's like, it was just kids on a joyride. Don't make it something that it's not. Okay. I, I'm, I'm currently making it something in my mind. And so they kind of talk more about that, and he just seems a little lost. Poor but he's thing. like, you still love me? And she scratches his back, and, mm. he, and she's like, yeah. So now we're dancing. We're at a party. Woohoo! It's Lady Mama Lady is playing. What? Oh, and for a second, I was like, with Pink and Christina <laughs> Aguilera and Maya? No? It was uh, before their time. Who was the other one? Pink, Christina Aguilera, Maya. Oh. Was it a was it Missy Elliott? Wasn't it like more of a rapper? Y- Queen Latifah? I'm sorry, I won't be able to focus on anything you're saying until I look this up. I'm so sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Lil Kim. I knew it was a yeah. rapper. Lil Kim. All right. Lil Kim, I should have known that. My namesake. Oh yeah. Anyway, people are dancing. They're drunk. There's kind of girls hanging on Jake being like, do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, okay, okay. Like goes into the kitchen, gets a beer. Is Tim Robbins pretty hot? I feel like I only know him like Susan Sarandon now times. Yeah. He's cute. I picture him as like a little doughy. He's not doughy in this. He's not doughy? No, he's more like lanky, but he's cute. He's cute? Okay. I was just curious. He's definitely like in this scene especially like he transitions from kind of each scene to being like it's like in the scene especially he's like like the girls are into him into him like they're like hi yeah okay so he goes into a beer <laughs> dive swan dives into a beer uh-huh got it <laughs> gets a beer out of the fridge i wrote that there's like a weird head on a plate in there oh <laughs> okay but I, now that I'm recalling it, I think it was like a... Um, there was no head on a plate? No. <laughs> oh, no. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, there was, but it was like a... Not like a human head. Like an animal head. I think so. So maybe... Oh and I don't God. think he even sees it. It's just something okay. easy. So it's like... Like, I don't know that it's like a demon situation. It's like... I had a similar a situation, situation? Uh, last week, actually. I'm not kidding. There was a man what? riding. I'm I'm not. This is not a joke. I was walking to the bank and there was a man coming towards me on a bike, but not riding the bike. He was holding something on the bike seat. And as he walked by, I was like, what the f- fuck is that? And it was a full size cow skull what? with meat still on what? it and the eyes still in it. What? Not wrapped up, not frozen. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I was just like, 
Jacob's Ladder? I've never seen that movie, but this feels like a Jacob's Ladder movie. It was so upset. I mean, like, he bought it from a butcher, but, like, it looked like he had slaughtered the cow himself. Right. And it, like, wasn't frozen, wrapped in plastic. It was just on his fucking bites, bike seat where, like, his farts and balls live. I'm concerned by so much It of was that. really upsetting. That's and I was just movie. like, you know what? I'm going to block this out until right now when I'm telling you. <laughs> well, it's back, baby. <laughs> okay. So on the steps is a lady who's like, hey, let me look at your hands. Let me okay. read your palm. And he's like, she's like, do you have a wife? Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, no. She like starts to look and she's like, oh, no, a divorce. And he, she's like, what's this over here? And he's like, paper cut. And they're all like, because she's kind of flirting with him. And Jesse, they're sitting on like the stairwell and Jesse calls up and she's like, come dance with me. And she, um, kind of goes back into the music room. And the lady's like, this is your heart line. This is your headline. Flirty, flirty, flirty. She's like, this is your lifeline. <gasps> oh, that's very strange. Oh, no. You never want your lifeline to be strange. She's like, according to this, you're already dead. Ah! <laughs> God. I'm so scared. Jake goes and finds Jesse to start dancing. He whispers something to her. And she kind of starts dancing with someone else. Weird. There's um, sexy time on the couch okay. with some other people. Lots of noise. And it's just like that scene where the music is loud and people are dancing all together and he's getting a little uncomfortable. Oh, so my worst nightmare. <laughs> yes. Okay. And the in the other room, there's like some guy staring at him and then a bird flies and he mm. starts looking around and then a bird flies. And then we just see a guy's head shaking too fast. Ah! And no. <laughs> glasses fall off and... And and I'm just going to keep trying to read words. So here we go. Uh, it's like kind of strobe light and Jesse and people are dancing and he's staring at her and then a bird flies by and then crying maybe. <laughs> and then uh, you're doing great. I'm with you. I see it all. You're doing great. Crazy shit's happening. <laughs> There's wings and something on her mouth. And he freaks out and then he kind of falls on the ground and starts screaming. Oh, God. And it's kind of just like strobe light of just like people looking at him then. Okay. Cut to red light soldiers over him as he's like laying on the ground oh like God. above him. Oh Cut no. to Jake in bed with a thermometer in. In his mouth. Or in his, his mouth. In okay. his mouth. <laughs> Jesse's mad. She's like, I've never been so mortified in my life. Oh. She's like, you go crazy by yourself, okay? What? And then she takes out their thermometer and sees that it's 106. Oh, Question number no. two, what does she do? What do you do? 106 or 100.6? 106, 106, he's dead. He's dead. 106. Okay, so what do I, what do, I do as Jesse or as Jake? Jesse. I take him immediately to the hospital. No questions. You're going to the hospital. Uh, if you don't willingly get into my car, I'm calling an ambulance. There's no two ways about it. Uh, that's what I do. What does she do? I don't know how proactive she is. Like, I feel like she's kind of a blanket person, puts a blanket on it, or throws it in an incinerator kind of person. So I've never been so mortified in my life. He has a thermometer in his mouth. We're supposed to believe that this is the night after the club or like the night of the ordeal in the in the dance club that we just saw. 
Uh, or the next day. I'm not really sure. Or the next day. And she takes the thermometer out and sees that it's 106. Yes. Maybe she just like puts a cold compress on his head and brings him some water and tells him to sleep it off. She just doesn't seem super like emergency mode to me. I'm going to give you zero points, but you'll really? see why. Okay. Uh, she calls the doctor. Okay. And she starts turning on the bath and she starts throwing ice cubes into it. And she's like, get out of bed. She's like, she said, the doctor said you'll die on the way to the hospital. Oh, yeah. With the temperature that high. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, she brings him into the bathroom and then she starts going to the neighbors in like the hallway and starts asking for ice from everyone. So now some of the guy neighbors come in and put him into the tub and he screams oh my god he starts kind of sinking into the water and he's screaming help me you're killing me stop stop cut to night the bedroom jake wakes up and he's shivering and he gets up and he closes the window and he's like it's freezing a woman wakes up in the bed not jezebel and then i'm like wait is this a different bedroom oh okay and Jake is like, you have all the covers. And he's like, Sarah. His ex-wife. He's like, I need to keep the windows closed. Like, it's too cold. He's like, it's not healthy. You know, she's like, it's good to have fresh air. And Jake is like, you'll never believe the dream I was having. I was living with another woman, Jezebel, from the post office. Remember, you met her at the Christmas oh, party? Shit. And he's like, he's like, what a nightmare. He's like. There were demons. I was on fire. I was burning from ice. And oh. Scara, Scara, Scara scoffs. Sarah scoffs. <laughs> and she's like, guilty thoughts. She's like, that's what happens when you cheat on me in your in your mind. Oh, Lord. And he's like, well, she was great in bed. And she's like, go to sleep. And Rude. they kind of are like flirty kissy. Mm-hmm. And then Macaulay Culkin comes in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Mac's like what's the what's the noise he's like it's cold and they're like go back to bed and he's like daddy can you tuck me in so he goes to his room and he's tucking them in and he's with they're all three boys are in there and he's just a real sweet dad and he starts humming a song and he's like show me that smile again (laughs) we made the same joke god damn it (sighs) and it's the same sunny boy from the mail track yeah the other kids kind of wake up and whatever they talk about kids shit and (laughs) right he's like go back to bed they're like i love you dad it's all very cute so macaulay gawkin is like wait dad don't go and he's like um don't shut it all the way don't shut it all the way it's very cute the door oh okay and they're like oh don't shut it all the way got it okay and he's just a sweet dad and he goes back to bed and he lays down and he has a weird feeling face and the wife kind of snuggles up to him and he looks at her and he has and he says, I love you, Sarah. Cut to skies, trees. He's looking up. We hear men's voices and they're like, watch the head, watch the head. There's copter sounds. And then it's a close up on Jake's eyes that are closed and then it, they open ah. and they zoom out. And now we see he's in the bathtub and his eyes are just <gasps> wide and awake and crazy eyes and i'm like dead not not like like they're just wide awake Why, eyes. Yeah, yeah yeah and he's like half like the water is like basically surrounding his face right like okay. he's like laying down in the tub and then just has wide eyes so could be fucking dead 
Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, crazy eyes, question mark, dead question mark. And the doctor is now there and they're like, you're a lucky guy, Jake. And he's, I guess I'm assuming he's alive then, but I'm like, he's not blinking. There is no blinking happening. Why? Blinking is essential. And then he kind of looks at them with eyeballs. (laughs) I'm glad that you clarified. (laughs) That's what I wrote. I'm glad. But I think what I meant by that is like his face is not moving. He just looks to the side maybe. And then a single tear falls. And then he finally blinks. Thank God. And closes his eyes. Cut to helicopters overhead. War guys. Copters lifting a hurt guy. Cut to TV in the bedroom. Jezebel is there. Okay. Jake's waking up. And she says, you're going to be all right. Okay. And Jake's like, am I home? And she's like, yeah, the doctor says, you're lucky your brains didn't boil. Oh, God. Yeah. You were kicking and screaming. And you kept telling Sarah to close the window and talking to your kids, even the dead one. And Jake's like, am I dead? Oh, God. And she's like, no, you're right here. You got to rest, though. You have a virus. Then we see some books that he's around. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch that. Just cut to books. Okay. Such as demonology, Uh roots of evil, etc., this is maybe a different time period. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jake is reading. He's in a robe. Sorry, books? Is he reading books? He's reading books. Great. The books that are around uh, him. <laughs> About demonology <laughs> okay. and such. And Jesse is like, you got to get out today. You can't sit around. It's not healthy for the mind. You got to go do something. And then this is kind of cut in between just seeing like pictures of demons inside the books. And she's saying, oh, he doesn't reply. And she's like, hello, anybody in there? And she like gets up in his face and she's like, anybody home? Cut to demon face. Ah. And then he pushes her and she's like, who are you? And Jesse's like, I've had enough of this. This has been two weeks of this fucking shit and she leaves. Oh, he has PTSD, lady. It's 1990. They don't know what that is. Actually, I, I don't know when they knew what that they was. They still don't know what it is, <laughs> honestly. So the phone rings. It's a man. His name is Paul somethinger. And he... <laughs> Punk. <laughs> Kim can't not hit her headphones (laughs) on the microphone. (laughs) He's like, oh, hey, Paul, it's been like five to six years since I've seen you. And he's still looking through his book. And Paul's like, I need to see you. Who who are we? Who is this? Where are we? This guy named Paul. (laughs) And he's with the books? No, he's on the phone. He's on the phone. And Jake's on the other end? Yeah, we're hearing Jake. Okay. We're seeing Jake. Okay. And Jake's this Paul guy is like, and Paul's like, hey, dude, it's been like five to six years since I've seen you. Okay. I need to see you. I need to see you. Okay. I'm with you. Question number three. Does he go and do you go? I think we're both going to go. I'm a little, I'm a little, I need more information about some weird shit that's happening. Um, And I kind of feel like I'm dying already. So I, I need to try and figure out what the fuck's going on with my brain. So I'm going to go talk to this guy. Cut to a pool table. 
Jake sits down with a guy, Paul. It's crying guy. Crying guy? Okay. And Paul's like, I can't talk to anyone about it. I thought I could talk to you. I'm going to hell. Don't don't tell me I'm crazy. They're coming after me. And Jake's like, who? And he's like, they're they're following me. I I I they're coming out of the walls. And I can't trust anyone. And I'm gonna lose my mind. I don't know who or what they are. And they're coming to get me. And I'm so scared. And I don't know what to do. And Jake's like, I know what you're talking about. I see them too. Oh dear. Everywhere. And Paul's like, I thought I was the only one. And Paul's like, I've been carrying around Bibles and holy shit and none of it helps. <laughs> and then we see kind of across the bar, there's a guy watching them. Okay. Paul says to him, what happened that night? Why won't they tell us? Oh, God. Flashing of Vietnam a little bit. Because, yeah, I'm weirded out that everyone was just kind of like normal and then all of a sudden was like, my head, my head. Okay. So they're leaving the bar. They go outside. They're walking to towards like Paul's car. Paul gets to his car. Jake sees like a quarter on the ground. So he like bends down to pick it up. Paul gets in his car. As Jake like kneels down to get the quarter, it kind of like moves a little bit. Okay. So he like looks up at Paul as he's like got into his car. They smile each other. The car blows up. Ay, ay, ay. Flashback. Jake in a helicopter with other hurt guys. The pilot gets shot and they're like, mayday, mayday, oh, mayday, no. mayday. Flashback or current day. Unflashback. Unflashed. Reflash. Yeah. Back to time. Yeah. Us time. Me time. Now time. <laughs> Jake gets up in the street. The car's on fire. That guy that was staring at them. Yeah. Like drags him away as the car starts to blow up even more. Shit. And that guy just kind of runs away. But then also like his doctor blew up in a car. Right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cut to a funeral. Jake and Jezebel for crying guy. I assume they're there. Other Vietnam guys are there, like seizure guy, other guys, other guys that we recognize. They're now kind of at the after part of the funeral. The after <laughs> party of the funeral. Yeah. Those are mad lit, yo. <laughs> Actually, my family has great funeral after parties. <laughs> we really have a great time every day. I, I, don't, I don't doubt it for we one just second. Just drink some Irish whiskey and remember the good times. I love it. So they start talking about, is there a police report? It sounds like it was a bomb, but they're saying it was in, like, the paper says it's an accident. Like, they're like, that was no accident. So they're asking Jake, like, did he say anything? Like, Mm -hmm. you had just talked to him. And he's like, well, he was upset. He thought people were following him, demons. And one guy is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Jake's like, he thought he was going to hell. He was scared. And seizures, his hand starts shaking and he drops his beer and Caesars is like, did he say what they look like? And the one guy who like is kind of like, what are you talking about? Starts making like dick, dick jokes or dick, dick jokes. <laughs> dick <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but all of the rest seem concerned. Sure. So now like the main crew, all those guys are up on the rooftop and they're talking about how weird it is. And they talk about Dr. Carlson from Bellevue. And how he apparently blew up in a car, too. And it's like all are the six of us like going crazy. Except for dick joke. Okay. He's like, I don't know what you guys are fucking talking about. Yeah. He's like, I'm just making dick jokes over here. (laughs) So what do they decide to do and what do you do? All right. So they're at a funeral after party. 
and they we have confirmed that Dr. Carlson did die or or like I'm basing it on their conversation. Yeah, as far okay. as they know, but this might be just from Jake saying, "Oh, what's his face in Bellevue said that he blew up in a car as well." Okay. They asked a question about a police report. Did we get an answer to that? Um, it said it was an accident. Okay. I am for for not for Dr. Carlson. They got a police report for their friend that blew up, correct? It okay. seems that way, but I don't know. I am going to go back to Bellevue and I'm going to go talk to that dude uh, that was the one who told me that he was that he blew up in a car accident. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my friends with me so that I have corroborators of whatever story is happening because mm-hmm. I'm concerned for my sanity right now. Right. What is Jake going to do? I think Jake is going to do the same. Cool. I'll give you a point. Okay. They say Jake is like, we got to go see the army and we got to get a lawyer. The ar- Come on. And Dick Joke is like, you the guys are paranoid you and you got to get your heads checked. Yeah. Cut to lawyer, George Costanza. George! And he's talking about how the U.S. government has red tape out the ass. Yeah, they're not going to learn anything that the, if the government doesn't want you to know, they're not going to fucking tell you. Well, he's like, but I'll look into it because if the military is involved in this in any way, shape or form, he's like, we're all going to make a fuck ton of money. Okay. <laughs> or if they're like, to blame for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jake's like, well, we're not in it for the money. So now the guys are all outside the lawyer's office and saying their goodbyes, and someone is watching them from a U.S. government car. Cut to Jake home. He's shaving. Jezebel got food for him, and she's like, oh, hey, by the way, your lawyer called. He's not taking your co- your case. He said you didn't have one and that your oh. friends backed out. She's oh. like, he was pretty rude. He just like hung up on me. And she's like, all right, well, I'm running late. I'm leaving. And then she's like, are you okay? And so he immediately gets on the phone and he's like, hello, George. Yeah. Costanza. Yeah. No, not to George. Art Vandalay. He calls, he, calls, he calls his friend. <laughs> okay. Who's apparently named Frank. Frank. I wrote that down. Okay. Didn't know who Frank was, though, when I was reading it. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> he calls one of his buddies, probably seizure guy, mm-hmm. uh, who was like, Ving Rames, I think. Oh, Ving okay. Rames. Ving Rames. Yeah, Ving. I think. Ving. Yeah. And he's like, "Bro, the lawyer said you guys backed out." And he, like, what the fuck? Like Frank's like, "Yeah, we did. Uh, it's hard to explain, but you know, we'll try." It's um, war. What things happen? Okay. So they, I feel like they got scared of something. And Jake's like, "Who's been talking to you?" I, you know what? I'm just gonna call the other guys. And Frank says they're not interested. And Jake's like, we all have the same symptoms. Like, yeah. And Jake's like, or I mean, Frank's like, I got to go. Don't call back. Oh, he hangs up and we're in the room with him as he hangs up. And then we see that. And he took, then he takes the phone off the hook. And then he see that the other guys are in the room with him. Fuck. With Frank. Yeah. Fuck me. So now we're at court question mark. And Jake is finding George Costanza. There's lots of people around. And 
Jake's just kind of like goes at him and is like, who's been talking to you? The army? Huh? Like, I need help. And George Costanza's like, bro, you need a doctor. There's nothing I can do. And I mean, he's I like, don't disagree. But yeah. <laughs> and George Costanza's like, I don't know you or your bizarro story. I checked in on it and you're messing with me. What? He's like, yeah, I checked. You never went to Vietnam. What? You and your friends were all discharged for psychological grounds after war games in Thailand. What? And Jake is like, that's a lie. And George Costanza says, go fuck yourself. So Jake pushes him and fucking leaves with crazy eyes. So as Jake is now walking out of the courthouse, two guys in dark suits grab him and put him into a car, a dark car, and it speeds off. So he's sitting now in the back seat in between two dark suit guys. And they're like, Mr. Singer, you can't keep to keep you can't seem to keep your mouth shut, sir. Nope. Or say words. <laughs> We've been watching you and your friends telling crazy tales. You're in over your head. And men drown like that. Oh, that's ominous. Mm-hmm. This is just a part of another life. Let it lie. I don't do well with that. Question that. You? You? You don't, you don't I don't really like letting things you like to just lie. Let things go? No. No, I really like to stir them up, dig them up, <laughs> inspect them. Yeah. Oh, it's shocking. Swish them around. <laughs> Question number five. What does Jake do? What do you do? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to go home and I'm going to look for physical proof. I'm going to have to that for you. Um, pretty much in this exact moment, you've been kidnapped inside this car. Oh my gosh, you're right. I totally forgot. Yes. I was thinking that they had like said this to me and then let me go. No. Okay. You're still inside there. And they're, I would say, threatening you. Is the car moving? Yeah. Am I constrained at all? Mm-mm. But they're telling me that I need to let things go. Yeah. I kind of have no idea what he does, but I'm going to say what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to say, you're right. I haven't been feeling well. I think something's wrong with me. I think I need to go to a hospital. Can you drop me off at, at Bellevue? Like, and I won't say anything else. You're totally right. I'm losing my mind. This isn't the first time this has happened. I'm, I'm losing my mind. See if I can get them to drop me off at Bellevue and go talk to that doctor that uh, told me that Dr. Carlson was in a car accident because he's the last person I can think of where it's like he may have some information about me and like why do they not have my file? You clearly know who Dr. Carlson is. Where's my file? Who do you think I am? Like that kind of thing. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, he had crazy eyes, you said. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to like try and break out of the car and fucking tuck and roll that shit and like punch them in the face and tuck and roll out of the car and run away or some version of that. Yay. That's one and a half points. Sweet. I gave you a half because I think telling them that you're like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool is a good idea. I don't know that saying telling them that you want to go to the doctor is good because that's still talking about it more. And talking I think about they it. want you to shut the fuck up right, forever and pretend right. it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so maybe I wouldn't have point. them take me to the hospital. But like, I'm going to be like, sorry, sorry, I'll shut my mouth. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really want to talk to that guy. 
Yeah. No. Because like he knew who Dr. Carlson was. No, so it's like fucking I think weird. it's great that you do that, but you're yeah. like, I want them to drop me off at the hospital. No, you're and I was right. like, mm, that might yeah, not be yeah, a good yeah. choice. So he elbows them both in, in the face. Nice. And a gun falls on the ground and he starts kicking them. Like he's like going nuts. Going fucking nuts. Which yeah. honestly I think is a good way to get away from cadavers. Like he is unrelenting. They always say that just like kicking, kicking, punching, elbowing, all they the things. They say that you should fight yeah like that's the car starts swerving do you remember that story because i told you i'm i'm going back and listening to old episodes of my favorite murder do you remember the hometown where this girl lived in a house in the middle of fucking nowhere and her parents weren't home and she woke up in the middle of the night to like someone who'd broken into her house Mm -hmm. and she didn't know what to do the guns or knives or whatever the fuck were just like not she didn't have any access to them and she was like in a hallway he's at one end and she's at the other so the only thing she can think to do is start acting crazy, crazy. yeah I and ends up Ravenna. scaring the shit out, out of, of him. him yeah and i was like that's kind of the kind most of brilliant, brilliant thing and yeah. they also talk about like if you're being attacked or raped or something like that like your best chance is to keep fighting right yeah so the car starts kind of swerving because he's like hitting yeah. the driver guy too. He now is like like pushing his head out the window, like screaming like, help, help. And he's kicking everyone. The car is just like hitting other cars. And finally he gets his way to like jump out of the car. He rolls onto the street and there's a Santa on the corner with the little... Uh, a ring, Santa ring, Claus? Ring, ring. Okay. I'm counting those. Nope. It's four. Nope. So, I'm in charge of the bill <laughs> and the points for this episode. Oh my God, your British accent is so good. Thank you. I can tell you dated 400 Brits. Oh. It sounds really good. I've had so many British dicks in <laughs> So well. You really Kermit the Frog for that laugh. Uh, that was weird. So, Santa's on the corner collecting for the watching my closets. Mm-hmm. But Jake is like, on the ground and like can't move and so santa comes up and starts checking his pockets and then takes his wallet (laughs) and he's like ho 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 santa claus cut to hospital jake can't move and he's like my back i need you to get my chiropractor oh yeah louis and it's that kind of thing where the doctors are kind of just talking over him and they're moving him and stuff you know and they're talking like he has no id no wallet and he's like yeah santa stole it (laughs) Oh, you sound cray, Jake. You got to get the bastard. It had the picture of my son in it. Oh. And he's like, can you call my chiropractor, Louie? So now they're all working on him. And he loses consciousness. And so they talk about going to the x-ray. Loses consciousness. But then I thought he saw these things. Whatever. I don't know. They're <laughs> Maybe he's in and him. out of consciousness. They're wheeling him. And it's like a dirty, dark hallway with like broken glass and stuff. Oh, dear. And then J- uh, Jake wakes up. So maybe he did lose consciousness. Okay. <laughs> maybe we're seeing <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and there's, oh, this, okay. This is why I was confused. They're wheeling him and we start to see it's through like a dirty, dark hallway with like broken glass. And mm-hmm. he wakes up. They're still wheeling him. Okay. And there's kind of creepy people around. And there's uh-huh. guy, like a guy in another room who's just like knocking his head on the window. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. And then that. above is a cage ceiling, a fucking uh, fence ceiling. Like with from people the walking on it. Yeah. And just other crazy shit. And there's like blood everywhere on the ground and body parts everywhere. And then there's crazy head moving guy. No, I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Who's only half a body. 
He's literally half a body with a black um, hood on his face. And it's just like a muscular half body being like, I hate this. It's very upsetting. I'm so upset. Um, Which I actually read afterwards. That's like based on a picture that the, there's like a painting or something or like, I don't know, or some type of famous picture that the director was like, I like that. And it was like, so fucking upsetting. So cut to the doctor now, like putting on gloves and they start screwing a head thing around his head and the screws go right towards the temples of oh, his head. No. There's lots of doctors standing above him with a big bright light. One of the doctors is Jezebel. Jezebel. And he's like, Jezzy, get me out of here. And she's like, where? And he's like, take me home. And she says, this is home. You're dead. What? And he's like, no, I just hurt my back. This isn't happening. And the doctor's like, you're not getting out of here. You're not going home. You've been killed. Don't you remember? No. Needle to the forehead. Uh, what am I to believe? Cut to something else that I can't read. That was clearly a flash. Uh-huh. Cut to the hospital room. <laughs> His family is there. He's like a recovery room. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. and the two boys. Okay. And he still seems pretty doped up. But he's like, he's like kind of waking up and he's like, I'm not dead. I'm alive. I'm not dead. And Sarah's like, no, of course not. You just hurt your back. But they said it'll be kind of like a month before you feel better. And they're like, hang in there, dad. And they're like, I still still love you. Or no, she says, I still love you. Whatever that, for whatever that is. Which I think is a callback to maybe what Louis said. She said, doesn't matter. Okay. (laughs) But she's expressing sentiments of love. Okay. Got it. That's what I was. That's what I meant. That she still has loving feelings towards him. him. Got it. So I don't recall what happens next, and I can't read this little thing in parentheses. Sure, all I wrote important. was "dream on." <laughs> dream on. <laughs> I don't know, but at some point, I think he's alone now. Okay. I think we're alone now. <laughs> so he kind of starts to freak out a little bit, and he's like, "Help me!" And then. Louis comes into like the hospital and he's like, Jacob. And he's just yelling for him. And he's like, where's Jacob Singer? Where's Jacob Singer? Like he comes in guns a blazing, finds him. And Jacob's in bed with a, a leg up in a, a traction sling. Thing. Sling. Yeah. Yeah. That holds from the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. And what does Louis do? And what do you do? Does Louis find me? Or you is that part he's of the, the question? Room. He's in the room. He okay. came in and he's like, there's Jake. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He finds him and his like legs up in like a casty thing. To be, to be honest, I had a hard time coming up with questions for this one. So I was really just throwing him in whenever yeah, I yeah, could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of decisions to be made. Does he, does Louis look at his chart? Does I think, he? I don't know. Okay. I'm Louis. I'm having a lot easier time like answering what I would do mm-hmm. because like, these characters are kind of lost on me just because I'm like, I don't know who's a lo- who's real or not. So I think what I am going to do is I'm going to sort of pull out my like doctorish credentials and I'm going to ask to speak to Jacob's doctor and like look at his chart and be like, what is wrong w- with this person? Like, tell me what he's in here for, like what is going on and try to get some more information about how he's being treated and what he's being treated for. What does Louis do? Okay, let's get fucking weird. Does Louis try to break him out of the hospital? Holy shit. 
So Louis sees him and kind of starts freaking out. He's like, this is barbaric. And then some nurses start to come in. He's like, stay back, stay back. And he like gets Jacob out of bed and puts him into a wheelchair and wheels him out. And Louis's like, I'm fixing his back in the office. And so now they're in the office. And Jacob's like, am I dying, Louis? And Louis's like, from a slip disc? Nah. Mm. And Jake's like, I was in hell. I don't want to die. And it's like, crack, crack. Ow. And he's like, all right, turn to your right. Other right. Other right. And now Louis starts telling him, have you ever heard of Meister Eckhart? He saw hell too. He says, the only thing they burn in hell is the part of you that won't let go of your life, Ooh. your memories, your attachments. Oh, God, that is a bummer to me. They burn them all, not punishing you. They're freeing your soul. Oh. So if you're frightened of dying and you're holding on, you'll see devils tearing your life away. Uh. But if you made your peace, then the devils are really angels freeing you from earth. So it's all about perspective. Whoa. I just got my mind blown. Right? Holy shit. But he's like, don't worry, okay? And he's like, all right, now start wiggling your toes. And he's like, crack, crack. We got it. All right. See if you can stand. And he kind of raises the whole table up. Uh Uh-huh. And Jacob steps off, and he takes another step, another step. He's walking, and Louis's like, hallelujah. Cut to Jacob in a bathrobe. He's home. His dog is there. Bathroom or bathrobe? Okay. Bathrobe. He grabs a little cigar box. Inside, he opens up, and it's like memorabilia things. Uh, There's an army certificate and diplomas. It says honorable discharge Mm. from the army. There's pictures. There's one of like kind of the whole group of the guys mm-hmm. with uh, and then he kind of starts kind of having flashbacks and like he'll look at things and they'll be like flashbacks of memories. So there's some bullets in there. There's dog tags. And then there's a letter from Gabe kind of written in like big marker. And it kind of flashes to a memory of Gabe kind of learning to ride his bike mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Jake. And and Gabe is baby Macaulay. Culkin. Baby Macaulay. Culkin. Excuse me. And then we see baby Macaulay Calkin kind of, you know, and he's still little. So like the bike is kind of big for him. Mm-hmm. So now he's by himself and he's crossing the street with his bike and he has all his baseball cards with him and he drops his cars all on the ground and crash. Ah! And then we just see a bike underneath a car. No. That's how he died. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. So now Jake has tears in his eyes. It's also why you don't have kids. <sighs> they get hit by buses. Or, yeah, they get haunted. They die. It's a bummer all yeah. around. And so he kind of, it's like back to Jake and he has tears in his eyes. And then he kind of sees a kid in the window reflection. And then his hand is reaching for a door and then it's fast. Ah! And then he's just just upset and rattled and Jezebel comes in. I fucking hate this fast hit. Fast hit <laughs> shit. I know. It's a bummer. And she's like, where have you been? It's been two days. Jeez, I don't know where I've been. And he's like, I I was at the hospital. And she's like, what hospital? I called every single hospital. So she's like, so the phone rings. And Jake's like, I'm not here. You haven't seen me. A man on the phone asks for Jacob Singer. And he says, I was at Vietnam. I did an experiment there. And Jake grabs the phone. An experiment? The man says, it was part of chemical warfare. (gasps) The man says, 
I was part of a chemical warfare unit out of Cyan. We did secret experiments for the government. I need to see you. Shit. Can you meet me? I fucking knew it. With them all losing their, like, that's a chemical reaction. And Jezebel's like, please don't go. No, you have to go. Well, question number whatever the fuck this is. Do you go and does he go? I definitely go. I'm going to arm myself, though. I'm not going to go without arming myself. And then I'm also going to write down on a notebook and give it to Jezebel that's like, I am going to this place to meet this person on this day. I'm going to give one to Jezebel and then I'm going to write another one that I hide somewhere in my stuff. Basically, like making sure that people know where I went and then I'm totally going to go. Um, I think he goes but doesn't take as many awesome, super intelligent precautions as I do. Yay! So the guy has was like, meet me. You already know me. And Jezebel says, please don't go. Jacob hugs her and is like, I'm sorry. Yeah. He got to go. So he's at the taco truck where they were meeting. Or coffee truck. Is that a truck? (laughs) Is it coffee or tacos? I don't know. (laughs) I feel different about both. Sometimes I want coffee. Sometimes I want tacos. I think I said taco truck because we live in LA. But I think it was a coffee Coffee truck truck because it's New York in 1990. Now I'm reading the word. It does say coffee truck. Oh, okay. Great. Definitely, definitively coffee. I wish it was tacos. Right. Oh, wow. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> the man comes. It's the guy who saved him from the car bomb that like dragged him away. Okay. So this guy says, what's up? I'm Michael Newman. Okay. I've been tracking you. You're one of the survivors, Jacob. He's like, we can't talk here. It's not safe. So they go into like an alley basically and talk. <laughs> sure. So my, here's Michael's tale. He was arrested for making LSD. Michael was. Michael. Okay. Hence, here's Michael's tale. Well, I didn't know if he was going to be like, you were arrested, like that he knows things about Jacob's yeah. life. That Okay. This is Michael's story okay. about himself. Got it. He was arrested for making LSD. He was arrested for making LSD. He's at Rikers Island and some army guys come in and they say, what's up? Come to our Vietnam lab for two years and it'll wipe away your sentence your sentence so we go to cyan it's like this top secret lab and they're making mind-altering drugs but he's like it's like the dark side of things Mm -hmm. so what the army wanted was to increase aggressive tendencies shoot and he's like and they did it shoot he says even a bad trip did not compare to the fury of the latter. The and he ladder. says that's what they called it. So a fast trip down the ladder. And Jacob's ladder. To kind of like surpass all fear and just be kind of go straight to anger. So he says we did experiments on monkeys, then on Charlie, on P- POWs. Oh, no. And that was really sad. That's really fucking sad. And he's like, I didn't know men could do these things. Oh, God. Oh, no. So there was a big offensive coming up, and we knew that we couldn't win. So they decided to use the ladder on one test battalion. Yours. Uh, Yours. Yours. Fuck. So he says we just gave like a tiny little dose 
And Jacob says, no one can remember that night. It's just like flashes. Okay. Question number eight. What happened to their battalion? They got drugged. And then they ate each other. And Jake was the only one left. And the other guys were just not real people. They're figments of his imagination. Say that again? They fucking turned on each other and and destroyed each other. And so those other soldier guys that went to the lawyer, like, or no, because Jezebel took that call. No, she took the call from the lawyer. She didn't take the call from the friends. I don't think the friends exist anymore. I think the friends are dead, and I think Jacob killed them that night. Giving you half a point. Okay. So they say there was an attack, but not with the Kong. And Jacob's like, but with who? And Michael says, you killed each other. Yeah. Brother against brother tore each other to pieces. And he's like, I warned them. A bird flies by. And then it's flash to guys in Nam and like guys going nuts. And Michael says that he felt responsible. The, the latter was my baby. So now it's nighttime. Jake is hailing a cab. He gets in. They're going to Brooklyn. And he looks unwell. Mm-hmm. So now we have like a little memory of Nam. And it's that same scene where he's getting stabbed in the gut. <gasps> yeah. And he has that shock confused face yeah and now we see on the other end it was his friend that (gasps) stabbed him that's why he was confused and so he remembers that the cab pulls up to a place with a door guy and the door guy's like dr singer long time and jake's like hello sam he goes in into an apartment with a key it's all dark and he's like sarah and there starts to be a storm going outside Jed, Eli, there's homework on the table with dinner plates and a pie. Mm-hmm. The TV's all fuzzy. Mm, pie. He starts looking at picture frames of like the family. And he just sits down on the couch in the dark. Mm-hmm. And we hear a voiceover of Louie. If you're frightened of dying and you're holding on, you see devils tearing your life away. If you've made your peace, then the devils are really angels freeing you from the earth. Jake starts crying. We hear him, boom, 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 boom. flashes of his family back in the day playing. Boom, 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 boom. Jake on the couch. It's the morning time now. He starts looking around. He gets up. And we hear a little, little tinkling sound like a little toy. Uh-huh. And we look over. And on the stairwell, it's baby Macaulay Calkin. Baby Macaulay Calkin. She's just playing with a toy. And Jake's like, Gabe? And he says, hey, Dad. So Jake smiles, and he goes and sits with him. They have a little hug. And Gabe says, it's okay. And he starts comforting his dad. Yeah. And Gabe says, come on, let's go up. And they start kind of getting up and look up to the stairwell. And Macaulay Cockin kind of like leads him up the stairs Mm -hmm. into a bright, bright light. The music swells into white light. There's light above him. Cut to Nam. There's a doctor above him with the light. Mm -hmm. And we hear, he's gone. (gasps) They say, he looks kind of peaceful. Put up a hell of a fight, though. What's the guy's name? Singer. 
Jacob Singer. The doctors walk out of the, the tent. Fade to black. Show me that smile again. Don't waste another minute of your crying. Sunny Boy starts playing. And then we see... It was reported that the hallucinogenic drug BZ was used in experiments on soldiers during the Vietnam War. The Pentagon denied the story. Wait, is this like kind of true? Is this a thing? I don't know. Holy, so he was dying that whole, he died in Nam when he was being stabbed by his friend. Yes. Shit. So whenever they're referring to Jacob's Ladder... And how did this get made? They're like, is this a Jacob's Ladder situation where the entire thing is, is in your head? Is in your head. Holy shit. And basically he needed to. So I watched like a thing on it and I was like, oh, I didn't get this. But whatever. He needed to like release all his stuff to like be OK. It's like the whole thing was him fighting, dying. Yeah, fighting, dying. Why he started seeing demons. Yeah. And yeah. then he had to like make peace with some things, especially the death of. of Whole- so Macaulay who the Kalkin. fuck was Jezebel then? I mean, I think she was probably, well, actually, oh, well, because Jezebel is. um, Was one of the doctors. No, no, no. That was like in a hospital, though. Oh, okay. She wasn't like an army doctor. Okay. But Jezebel is the, uh, is a biblical name as well. Jacob's ladder is a biblical term. Is it? Yeah. I forget what it refers to. Can you do um, that in a postmortem? Tell me what Jacob's ladder refers to. But like Jezebel is like the archetype of the wicked woman. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, because technically I guess he didn't work in the mail because I was going to say, oh, maybe he just had thoughts of her, but he didn't work in the mail as a mailman until after noms, which means he didn't at all. So it was just all made up part of his interesting so maybe it was just guilt from not being a good husband or something could be yeah and not being a good whatever and also like he's working in a mail room because it's like this is the opposite of war like he's like being a mailman is like the opposite of war like what if my life had just been me as a mailman kind mm. of thing total my points okay Hey guys, this is Ketrin and Cam from Kim and Ket Stay Alive, maybe. And we want to tell you about a brand new way to listen to our podcast. It's called Podcoin. What's that, Ketrin? Well, it's a free app that you can download on your iPhone or Android, and you just listen to podcasts exactly the same way you're doing right now, except you get paid to do it. I like getting paid, as do I. So, what you can do is for the amount of time that you listen, you earn pod coins and you can then trade those pod coins in for things like Amazon gift cards or Starbucks gift cards, which is what I will be using mine for. Or you can donate to charity, which is what I'll be doing because I'm a better person than you. That is true. So how do they do it, Kim? Just download it and then put in our code, stay alive, capital S, capital A. Yeah. And you'll get 300 points just by joining. Yeah. So that's it. Get pod coin and stay alive. Woo! Okay, you got 17 out of 25 points. That's not so bad for me. I probably did terrible on the dead or alive because everybody is alive except for him, sort of. Uh, Oh, well, no, they're not because all of his army people are dead. Yeah, it was a challenge to say. I just went with like 
Because some of them I'm like, like we just talked about, like, is Jezebel even real? Right. Yeah. So I just kind of went with like, within his mind, they were alive. Yeah. That makes sense. By the end. But you know, you got six out of 10 on the dead alive. That's not bad. And 11 out of 15 on the questions. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't do so badsies. That was, I'm glad that we got that out of our system. I know both of us have been wanting to know what the fuck Jacob's Ladder is about yeah. forever. So now we know. Yeah. It was underwhelming for me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh. I feel like it's been built up a lot. It's been built up. And then like I was watching it for this reason. And yeah. like there wasn't, there was like no decisions to be made. Right. So there was no, like, the staying alive. The questions were hard yeah. to make. Yeah. I Who, um, who's doing the ne- next one? Or, like, who's in it? Or Oh, Jesse Williams is in it. Oh. And okay. Michael Ealy, who you would recognize. He's oh, just yeah. in lots yeah, of yeah. stuff, but I forget specifically what. But, like, I don't know. When I watched the trailer, it was kind of like, they're brothers. Mm-mm. Okay. And it's about them being brothers. So, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> so it's definitely different. It's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. different. Yeah. It should be interesting. Now I want to know if that, if there's like any part of it that's based in like truth. I think just the, uh, the drug thing. Yeah. Which that's... of course is denied. So you know right. what I mean? Like it's just been like reported that they used hallucinogenic yeah. drugs. Well, that was interesting. Which well, they probably did. Let's be real. I'm sure they did. Well, we got that out of our system. So that was Jacob's Ladder. Great. Do you want to climb back down? I Yeah, I'll, I'll go back down. Okay. This has been um, Kim and Kat's Day Life. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. alive. Put a ghost in me. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs>